0: Today's advanced training. I already talked about it. Today's advanced training, we're going to give a family reunion recap. Now, um, I know, like, So the Alliance does two national events a year. One is in January. It's the big national convention. A lot of awards are passed out in January. Uh, We get to recognize those who just had the great year and all that sort of stuff. Income rings, on and on and on, are passed out in January, and it's a great celebration. Uh, Our July conference has always sort of been labeled like more of a leadership conference. Uh, In in recent years, they changed the title of it to Family Reunion uh, but to me, it tends to be more about leadership than it does just about, you know, general overall being an agent. Um, but uh, the, uh, the event was planned for North Carolina and uh, Governor Cooper there said, uh, you cannot gather more than a thousand people, uh, or I think it was more than 500 people at a time. Uh, so the Alliance did a quick pivot and said, you know what? We can't do our normal event that we expect 15 to 1,700 people to come to. Uh, we're going to have to pivot it, and they said we're going to invite the 48 agency managers with the alliance, and it's going to be down in Tampa. Uh, and they, they just quickly, I mean, very quickly pieced together uh, an event, and, uh, and it was a, a heck of a replacement uh, for what we were expecting on a national basis. And so the 48 agency managers got together. Uh, of course, perfect timing. I mean, Heather was saying earlier from a timing perspective, you know, we had to kind of make the calculated uh, risk of going. You know, we've got kids and, and we were talking about it. Like we if we go and we're around other people and we we now have to come back. And if we have to be quarantined for 14 days, what does that mean? And how does that look? And, you know, I'm not worried necessarily about getting me sick or 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 even uh, other sick is not. It's, I'm, I'm more concerned about. I don't want to sit in my bedroom for 14 days and have no interaction with my kids and my wife like that. Just I can't imagine. So uh, we had to take that calculated risk. But right now, uh, Andy just made the, uh, the decision to partner with integrity, which means uh, for, for generic terms, he sold out, but he, he didn't. I mean, he, they, they paid him, but he's still he's still CEO of the Alliance, still building the business. Uh, you're not going to see any major changes from that front. Uh, but uh, it was just perfect timing for this event to come together and we felt like we had no choice but to go. Uh, we got to meet the integrity CEO, Brian Adams, uh, who um, you talk about an energy, you talk about somebody just putting off a vibe. I've been around a lot of CEOs in my time, I've been around a lot of people in the insurance industry executives in the insurance industry for years. And um, this dude's a little different. Uh, I, I, I immediately liked him. I immediately got a good feeling off of him uh, and um, uh, I, I believe it to be genuine. So. Uh, it was nice meeting him and getting to hear his heart and uh, his vision for the company uh, and to really get an understanding of where integrity stands today. I had no idea they were already a billion dollar company. Uh, and um, he, he showed us how we compare to other companies out there in the world. Like I remember Fitbit as a logo up there, like we're bigger than Fitbit. Uh, we're bigger than all these you know billion dollar companies. I was like, man, I, that's, that's really impressive. I had just a perspective of who we're playing with now. Um, For me, and and what I want to do this morning, I'm going to have my comments later, uh, but I uh, asked the uh, agency managers who were invited to go uh, to speak up this morning. That's Grace McGill, that's the Allemans, and that's uh, my wife and I, uh, my wife and me. And uh, I'm going to start with Grace, though. I want to get uh, Grace's thoughts on the weekend and what her takeaways were and uh, being able to pass on to you guys. I know a lot of you guys uh, were able to stream and watch some of that streaming, but uh, there was also quite a bit that wasn't streamed. And um, anyway... I want to invite Grace up here and (laughs) let her uh, share with you some of her thoughts. Gracie, there you go.
1: Hey, hi, everybody. Grace McGill, Director Fitz. And you all know I've been here a long time. I've been here 14 years. And that was an awesome, an awesome event. I mean, I wasn't sure exactly how it was going to go, because it was only going to be a few of us. Right. But it ended up being really, really good. And I think people spoke more from their hearts and didn't keep anything in. Some should have kept some things in, but they didn't. And so that's why you see a lot of things being cut. But, I mean, integrity was amazing. I talked to my team yesterday and I gave them some examples. I said, we're bigger, integrity now is bigger than almost all the NFL groups, except the Dallas Cowboys, the uh, New England Patriots, and I don't know, one other more. I mean, how big is that? We're bigger than Times Magazine. We're bigger than Sports Illustrated. It was a lot that we're bigger than. So you've got so much to say now. When you recruit people, geez, just say that and they're going to go, wow, you know, it's not just me. I always say that it's more about me, you know, when you're recruiting, I said, there's a huge group of us were nationwide, but now we can even say more, but for you all that are building a business and not hearing weren't invited, uh, there was a, you know, a lot of great things. And I took a couple of things, you know, Tim Goad is amazing always. He's really amazing. But Michael Owens and him kind of spoke to me because Michael Owens said, what was I, What am I not doing? You know, what am I not doing to grow, get better, write more business, whatever. What are you not doing? Then he said, how can I do better? And, you know, I can't answer those questions for anybody. We can only answer them for ourselves, right? And then what can I change? Because we've, we've got to change something. We can't stay where we are. And then Tim Goad comes along and he talks about fear. You know, I think if we're not growing, it's really because we're fearful. And we, we have to figure out why we're fearful. And there were three things. He said fear paralyzes us. Fear makes us procrastinate. And fear develops paranoia. And I, I really had to think about that. And on the plane, I really thought about that. And I'm like, why am I not growing? What am I doing wrong? It has to be fear. It has to be fear, and we have some new young ladies that just got started, got started, or getting started here. So you know, and I challenge all of you to think about these things that we talked about, and go, what is keeping me from selling ten thousand a week or having forty appointments? What is keeping me from recruiting ten people a week or ten people a month? Whatever it is that you want to recruit, and seriously, put your heads together with your upline manager and move. We, we got to move. Those of you that are young, I talked to Adam this morning. I'm going, dude, you're 40 years old. You could be a millionaire and be a partner with integrity if not in the next few years by the time you're 50. Wouldn't that be awesome? And then you've got all this money for retirement and you're like set. And I mean, I don't have all those years so i got to get my butt in gear now (laughs) anyway thanks well
0: said gracie let me give you a hand there (laughs) (laughs) man that's true um so true and and people have asked the question you know what is what's the goal and how do i become a partner you need to get your overrides to a million dollars a year uh and then from there, the multiple is five, seven, nine, ten, depending on uh, depending on your business and how it's structured. But uh, you know, you're talking about a million-dollar gross revenue. They offer you conservatively five million for your company, and then they retain you as CEO of your company to keep running it and keep growing it. It's like, hello, and then now you got the stock options, and they're going to go do all these other things with it. Like it's, it starts getting crazy. And so you just said Adam's name, and I go 40 years old, like. Andy I see Andy cashing in now he's 56 and I go good for him you know like he's 56 that's that's awesome I've seen him for 20 plus years to almost 30 years the work he's put in and and to be able to to cash in like he has that's awesome and I and then I go man we got 27 year olds and and 40 year olds now that that if they put in gosh Ten years? What? Two years? Of of really focused, extreme work. What could happen for them and their family? Uh, And we talk about legacy. And oh my gosh, what happens then? So, um, thank you, Grace, for your words. I'm gonna throw it on down to Houston. See if those guys are are ready for me to toss it down to them. Mike and Michelle.
2: Yo, there you are. Hey, hey, how you do? I guess it's Mike. Michelle's over there in her space. She's fired up. I'm keeping her caged up. That's how it works. (laughs) But, um, yeah, uh, so uh, you let out the bag where it was. But, you know, here, here's, here's the thing that I walked away from, because I, I think all of us walked into the weekend or the, 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 the event with um, an air of, you know, what's next? What, what does this mean, right? And I agree, we all walked out of there with a breath of fresh air going, here, here's what it means, and and I I really don't remember who 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 said it, because um, I got it here in my notes, but um, I, you know, it's, the 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 basic thing is write yourself into the next chapter. There's going to be a next chapter. You know, guys that were around in the turn of the century, in, in the beginning of of the 1900s, you know, they thought they were doing everything, but there's been a next chapter, and a next chapter, and a next chapter, and I think it it's gotten tremendously clear that there is a next chapter. Um, a couple other notes that I said, I I like what you said earlier, uh, you know, we're in the fight together and I, I, I've got a sense, the greater Fitz group, the, the, not just the folks in this call, but elsewhere, I think we all had moments where we, we came together this past weekend and I think we're all recognized we're in this fight together to win, you know, um. And yeah, there were risk. you know, there were risks getting there. There's risks coming out of this, out of that event. There's going to be financial risk put on the line as we invest to grow to that point where we can get partner. Right. But it's all calculated. You know, it, it, it's not, it's not insane risk. It, it was calculated risk. It, it, reasonable to believe that there's going to be a better outcome by taking the risk, right. The, the high return, you know, and, to me, one of the, the, the I, I took down some notes on the stats, you know, that, that Brian Adams was saying, you know, three billion dollars in AP is what integrity is doing. Um, over fifteen hundred employees, over two hundred and seventy-five thousand total agents as part of the larger company. And their mission's simple. It's just like to help America plan for one of the hardest days of their lives. I, I don't know how you get a much more precise and concise statement that says this is what we're doing you know um there are a couple other statements that i thought was you know because i like to think of myself as a smart guy you know and and i think everybody likes to in some ways reference me as you know i'm I'm very smart and i'm not sure how to take that some days right but one of the things that was said was you know focus is stupid (laughs) and 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 it took me a while to digest that, you know, because first you go, well, I'm not stupid. And then I go, right, you're not you're not focused. You know, it's you get it through the offense cycle on that. Then you think about it. Focus here is just going and just doing without too much thought to cause you to stop from doing, if that makes sense. You know, they said smart people are broke and, and stupid people are, are, are winning and, and, and are wealthy, you know, and, and, but just stop and think about that, right? You look at some people who are just tremendously wealthy and you go like, they're just simple minded and focused. And just, they, they just have a, they're just one thought process all the time. And, and, and I walked out of that meeting going like, my gosh, that is, that is it. Like, we got to help our agents get more people to sell to get more leads in their hands. We, we just got to do that. And, and I was excited to see that I do think it was one of the, I agree with Heather. I, I think I got two mics on. I, I do think it was um, one of the, 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 the best meetings we've ever had. And, and, and in that sense, it's because a lot of us have known each other for a long time. We go to a big event, we may or may not see each other, right? Um, we may or may not have time to just sit down and chat because now we're also entertaining all our agents and other people's agents and all that put together. And and this time we just, it was old school. You know, some of the smaller events we've had where we actually got time to spend with each other. And, you know, be honest, there was there was some releasing of, of tension, you know, that, that happened this weekend, but because of that, we're all now able to move forward. And I think we all walked away going, we got your back, got your back. So um, if if you don't understand anything I'm talking about, then here's the message is let's we have now been unlocked, uncapped. It's up to us to go and drive this thing. And I see the the Fitz group just like we've had the largest number of managers and largest number of millionaires on the table in the Alliance. um, I see the Fitz group having the largest number of partners uh, coming out of this thing. That's what I see. So I'm gonna turn this over to Michelle. I think she's right here. wanted to jump in on it too.
0: Go ahead and give you a hand while she's setting up. Wow,
3: I think he uncaged me. I was about to cry like three times. Shoot. It was really a great event. And um, I'll talk about a few things. I love Tim Goad. Um, you know, one of the things he said was sit down and determine, decide what you want and determine what that cost is. And then are you ready to pay the price? You know, we've seen Andy pay the price for 20 some years you know um he said people who have a destiny have gratitude and i i continue to to ask myself how can i have more gratitude every day you know and that work is a privilege it is a privilege what we get we get to do this business and i am so grateful that we get to do it it's not a punishment it's it's, it's deciding what you want and determining the, pri- the price you're going to pay. Um, the moment you negotiate the price, you will fail. The moment you start negotiating the price, you will fail. He says some people keep cashing in their, fr- their future for their present pleasure. Some people keep cashing in their future for their present pleasure. So, we aren't going to stop until we finish. We are going to make partner. Um, One of the things he talked about was just to be faithful in the little things. And sometimes we forget to be faithful in the little things. God assumes that we are going to finish. So, we don't know how long we're going to be here to be able to build it. So... Take every moment that you have and go for it. There was a lot of other great things. Those are some of the things that I wanted to say. Fantastic.
0: Thank you, Michelle. Miss Heather, what were your thoughts on the weekend?
4: Um, goodness. Mm-hmm so it's a little hard to get it all into a few moments here Um, I really think um, okay I feel like for those of you that feel like or have felt that this feels like or is an MLM Hmm. you know a network marketing company For some of you, that's a positive. For some of you, that's a negative. You know, I I feel like like network marketing is a polarizing thing these days. Some people love it, some people hate it. So, and a lot of people with our business, I think you struggle sometimes in telling people about what you do or sharing this opportunity because you feel like you're trying to recruit them into an MLM. But I feel like the definition has so clearly changed and we so clearly are opening a door for you to own your own business now. That, is, that, that definition has become so much easier to explain when you say you have an opportunity to build a business to become a partner of a billion dollar, billion dollar company, multi-billion dollar company.
1: Mm.
4: So, or when you say I'm an agent that represents a multi-billion dollar company. So I I want to say for those of you listening the, again brand new to I've you know where whatever stage you are in this business the as much as very little actually has changed everything has changed everything um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy of, of um, and I don't have one, I wish I did, maybe it'll come to me here in the next few minutes, but how just so simple, seeing something differently, a different language, a different perspective, can all of a sudden bring a completely different result. Mm. And that's the, that's the place that we are. So the other thing that I, I took coming out of this is that we need, we need every single one of you. Mm. Um, I think, and we need to move with a lot more urgency. Uh, we need to, um, we need to recruit more people. Uh, it's like, it's been a blaringly obvious problem that we've had, honestly, for years. Every time I ask Fitz, what's wrong? We don't recruit enough. We don't recruit enough. (laughs) Um, but the thing is, because everything just changed, the definition of what just changed, recruiting should become that much easier to do. It should be that much easier to talk to people, explain people, bring them on board, energize them. Now, for those of you um, that have been with us for a while and you feel like, well, I've done some recruiting. I know there are a lot of you out there that have done some recruiting and it didn't, the result didn't give you what you thought it should, so then you backed off from recruiting. And I'm talking to a lot of you out there, honestly. I, I know a lot of you that have done that. We've talked to you. So I, we spoke at the beginning of the conference about legacy, and I talked about how um, when our belief, our, the things that we experience. So you recruited, and, um, and it didn't go the way you thought it should, so it affected your belief into the, in this business, which uh, affected your actions, which has affected your results. Um, And I think just as much as that's happened to many of you, it's happened to Fitz and I, if I'm being honest. But um, that's what I feel like maybe has changed the most in coming out of this is our belief Mm. that this business is going to grow with or without you. Those of you listening to me that are in that category, you may say I'm still out. Some of you may say I'm in, it doesn't really matter what you choose Fitz, And I hope you say that you are in because we are going to move on. And the thing is, is I'm going to also say this, I'm just going to be really point blank, and Frank, we are the only people in the company that have the option of going to them now and selling. That doesn't mean we're leaving, just like Andy. That doesn't mean anything changes for you, but we actually are already at the point that our face can be on the partner. And we may do that. We we really honestly do not know. (laughs) That is, I'm not giving you any fluff. That's the most authentic answer. We have no idea. In fact, I asked Grace and I asked Diane, what would you do if you were us? (laughs) I really don't know. But what I do know is either way, even if we sell out, sooner rather than later, we are pushing for that 50% growth because I am not leaving those of you behind that we've spent decades in relationships with. Right. And I'm not gonna let you sit in complacency anymore and decide, well, I can just write enough production to pay my bills, maybe put a little behind. No, like, like you just said, this in just a little short five years, five, seven years. And honestly, I fully believe it's much less than that. I mean, you've heard our story. We struggled and struggled and struggled for five or six years and did the work and didn't get the result. Mm. And then one day they put us in a contest. They put our name on a leaderboard, just like right now. And they said, you've got to double in the next 90 days, Mm -hmm. just like right now. They've put our names on the leaderboard. They said, you have to grow by 50% by next summer. So something in our belief changed. We went after it harder and 24 months later, we were then making a million dollar a year run, right? We went from barely paying our bills in debt not sure where the money was coming from to invest into ads to invest into hires to invest into leads to 24 months later completely out of debt buying our first house buying cars with cash extra money employees a business running a million dollars a year and we've not looked back for 15 years but see we've had to maintain that risk So you all don't yet fully understand that as awesome as it is to lead a company, it comes with a lot of responsibility. But what you begin to understand as an entrepreneur is that's like our legacy. That responsibility that we feel for our staff, that we feel for those of you that we lead, that we feel for our own family, that's actually a gift. We see it as a gift. Because we get to do something of value with our life and care for all of you but it's also a responsibility. And I mean, now you all have the opportunity, and I think even faster than 24 months, because this is a much better just program and deal than what we had. Mm. It was, we were like wild, wild west, a field of, you know, of um, overgrown grass, (laughs) building our agency. Okay, but I will say, and I've said this before, that sometimes that was our greatest gift, is we had nothing. So we had to figure, we had to literally look at an empty field and build it ourselves. Too many of you are looking at this opportunity as an MLM, and you're saying, well, if I can just get enough people into the system, you're not figuring out how to bring people onto your team and your business. Mm. And you're not doing it fast enough in a short enough period of time. And neither are we right now, quite frankly. Totally. And we've come out of this weekend going, we have to figure out how to hire more people in a shorter period of time. Yep. Because Because for those of you that feel like, well, you hire and then this person has a chargeback or has a, you know, lead up, you're not hiring enough people in a short enough period of time. So you feel every little thing.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: If you bring on a lot of people, you got some that just grow up so fast and then others that won't. But it all kind of comes out. And yes, we talked about this last year in our fits group thing. It's a narrow space that you've got to squeeze through, but you get into a wide opening on the other side. And I hope that doesn't discourage you because that is owning your own business. If you right. came here to want to build a business or something for yourself, that's the journey you're heading into. Yep. Prepare your expectations. It's a few years of sewing in more than you're getting out. It, your time, your resource, until all of a sudden you come into that wider space. And it's giving back more than you're putting in. So... Um, yeah our belief has changed. i think it's um it's kind of you know might kind of hit on it There's maybe some healing that needed to happen if just to be again really authentic and if you're brand new uh, and you've ever li- worked in an organization of people before <laughs> churches uh schools i don't know pick it and you' families have you <laughs> ever been hurt by your own family you know it just happens it's just people and um All those things affect though your belief and the decisions that you make moving forward, right? I mean, a lot of people that go through really hurtful divorces can have a hard time remarrying, right? Mm -hmm. But it's a process of healing our hearts and so that we can get back to that pure place of being able to move forward. And uh, that's what I feel like at least for me and and I think we're both there more and I might be a little more antagonistic than the people around here want me to pushing. Um, But I would like to see us recruiting and I would like to see us personally in width at least bringing in like 20 a month. Um, And then, I I mean, one of the things we've talked about is trying to do like a blitz of recruiting for a few weeks and then do a blitz of depth recruiting and then a blitz of width. So, uh, for those of you that would like to follow suit or follow us, that is the So we're going to be figuring that out in the direction that we're going. We've done it before. We know we can do it again. It's just a matter of tweaking and investing and figuring it out. Um, But I really would be um, excited if you would decide with us that you're going to recruit more people. Don't ask us what the problem is with your business if you're recruiting like less than five a month, Mm. because the only answer is going to be to recruit more people. Right. If you want help in building your business, as far as I'm an insurance agent, and right now I'm not interested in hiring people, we need you. Mm -hmm. You are, you are our most precious people in our organization. Are those that just so? Please don't think that we are devaluing you. And and there is a lot of information here for you to grow and get where you want to go and write your own, write your business, pay all your bills, plus some um, here. People come, I mean, like Megan Wood, are making more money than they've ever made any world. The Yankees, she just wrote another, they just yeah. made 20 grand. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, like in a day, made 20 grand, or yeah. in a week, what was it? Yeah. When we were there visiting with them. You know, that was like a week ago. It was a
0: single deposit over 20 grand.
4: And then she just wrote, <laughs> right, you saw, they were at 56,000 <laughs> issue pay yeah. in the twenty. So, um, the opportunity is endless. The thing is, once you start doing that, personally, you're going to want to share it with other people. Your vision is going to grow. Mm. And I'm excited to tell you, you're in a team of big thinkers, big dreamers. And that's where we're going. So, please come with us. We just, we just will not move on without you. Like, I just can't. Um, so, if you don't... If you, I don't, if you don't like, I mean, it's kind of like Andy says, (laughs) if you don't like me on the other side of this, I'm so sorry. But if that means you grow, then fabulous. So come on, let's, let's pick up the recruiting. That is just it. Yeah. That is it. So I'm sorry. I'm, I'm over. No, you're good.
0: Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I got to say, I, I kind of, I kind of find antagonistic Heather sort of hot. I'm just, I'm just going to, just going to toss that one out there. Uh, <laughs> give me a second to regroup. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to add after hearing from Grace and the Allemans and Heather. Uh, on, on the tail end of what Heather's saying about recruiting, guys, um, those who've been around for a decade, you know my story hasn't changed. You know the numbers I toss out are always the same numbers. Uh, they continue to prove themselves out over and over and over again. Listen. If you hire, when you hire three people, these are licensed, contracted people, when you hire three, you should get at least one of them to sell something. And it takes 10 of those that sell something to turn into 15,000 dollars in volume. Now it may be that out of those people that you, you, you got one person that's doing 15,000 dollars a month, or maybe that one person developed a little team, and as a, as a group of five, they're each doing 3,000 a piece, and they, they're doing 15. But three contracts. To get one person to write production, and you need ten of those people writing production to turn into fifteen thousand in production. Is that making sense? Do you follow the math on that? So if you're doing the math, that's thirty contracts to get fif- a fifteen thousand dollar brick. Now some people have looked at that, and go man, thirty contracts is a lot of work just to increase by fifteen thousand in volume. Yeah, if you got a twenty point spread, that fifteen thousand is three grand in your pocket. So 30 to the work to get 30 contracts is three grand in your pocket and commissions. I don't think that's a lot of work, but it's not the brick that builds the house. It's the bricks that build the house. You just keep adding the brick after brick after brick after brick after brick. brick. And I'm going to tell you, if it takes you 12 months to get those 30 people, you're not going to see the 15,000 in production come from that. It needs to be as rapid as possible. And listen, I'm not like Heather. I'm not saying y'all got to do this. I'm saying watch me do it, and I dare you to do it too. Uh, We are turning up the gas on our recruiting. We are going to set the pace, and I dare anybody to try to keep up. I think you can. Uh, but you're going to have to turn it on. And those who've been around for a long time and keep saying they want to build a business, listen, um, we're going to be a little more intense and intentional, persistent about getting you to do what you're supposed to be doing. Um, I love it. You know, if you're coming to me, Heather, you said it. If you're coming to me saying, hey, this, that, this is happening or that's happening, i got to tweak this or tweak that, and you're recruiting less than five a month, I'm just going to say recruit more. Like I don't have time to deal with all your little problems, uh, <laughs> right? The answer is simple, and we're trying to make it too hard. Guys, the, it's, the opportunity is huge. The lid is off. In 2002, what I saw when we started the alliance was we were a bunch of independent agencies that were working together to build something great, and that's what we are. Somewhere along the way, we got deviated and we started thinking about becoming a district manager of the Alliance or becoming a national manager of the Alliance. Listen, I don't know all the corporate terminology that's out there, but CEO sounds a lot better up the corporate ladder than regional manager. I'm no longer fighting for the title. I'm fighting for the business. And, and I, I hope you'll come with us in that journey. When I sat in that room this weekend and looked around, I thought, you know, 20 plus years I've been at this. I've seen great people come and great people go. And I looked around that room and I thought, I like these people. I genuinely like these people the leadership that's in that room. I'm so glad that we get to win together um, because I like them. It was a joy to see my friends this weekend and that was a big thing coming out of it for me was being able to see my friends and knowing that we now have the opportunity we always thought we had but even to a greater extent now uh, and we get to do it together. So. Guys, I hope that serves you well uh, for our recap of the event. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfitz.com. That's time with to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org dot org slash contact and send us a message see you next week